thanks to God, I got up at 8.45, not to an alarm, but to a truck just honking. I would have slept right through the whole thing and I probably would have got fired. <laughs> You know what? Which camera am I looking? <laughs> that one. What's up, guys? Uh, Triflix Cast is finally back after a, a break so long that uh, it, it made it made winter break look like nothing. It made summer break. It looked like this whole year looked like nothing because I guess schools have been <laughs> closed. We got we got <laughs> cold. Year of all time. It, it pretty. I don't know, man. I couldn't imagine being a kid right now and like being out of school. One, I'm extrovert, so I miss the people. But two, like just have free time to do. <laughs> I mean, homework, but really, they're, they're probably just playing games all day. Or, you know, making videos. Making videos. That's what... We're just a bunch of kids making videos, right? Yeah. And and speaking of making videos, Cole is back. We've had him on the podcast before, but now he's not a guest. No. He's a host. Oh! <laughs> like I don't know. Some, cra- oh! <laughs> some crappy radio station. It's like, oh! oh. Woo! 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 <laughs> Yeah, Coming so, at you. so he's a host. Why is he a host? Because he's a great public speaker? No, because he's a Kinda. partner in the company now. Hey. Maybe. I mean, to the public Eventually. speaking. But <laughs> technically... If we're speaking in legal terms, yeah, not no. so much. But for the last uh, nine, ten months, uh, we've been working pretty close together. I don't... That one. By this point, it's like a domestic partnership. We've just been working together long enough that it, it counts. Yeah. And it's weird because they say like starting a business is like a union or something so it's like i'm cheating on my business with another person (laughs) (laughs) no no really it's like we've all come together (laughs) as one to 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 push the company so that's the idea if you you don't know who cole is go watch his other podcast that we actually had him on we'll link one of these corners whatever link somewhere also uh so we got we got david running everything we got cole here helping co-host i'm hosting in this new place uh yes this this is my uh downtown studio apartment literally studio because here's the studio yep and uh you're probably gonna see it a lot more because a lot more we don't have anywhere else to record right now and that's okay (laughs) yeah and that's why we kind of decided to like when we were gonna reboot this um you'll like david's here to help out and run the switcher and so he's gonna be picking angles and what happens happens and we're not gonna make cuts we're not gonna do anything crazy nope um but it's gonna look beautiful as do all of our projects yeah and it's gonna sound good and you're gonna get all three of us every time so yeah yeah all three of us every time every time at the same time someone else is here and then it could be more or less yes exactly uh glad we relinquish you guys may be wondering what uh what uh, what's up because uh benny's not here benny actually yeah. moved out west coast benny was our our editor and actually the guy that set up most of the podcast stuff back for the first like 26 episodes or whatever however many we're on now so he was uh editing almost all those and uh, he had some good opportunities out on the West Coast, and now he's in Chicago doing photography. It's like every time I call him, he's always like, oh, sorry, I'm on a shoot right now. <laughs> he He's doing a lot of freelance work, but I know he was partnered with like an app developer, and he was helping like do the marketing and branding for him, but he's also doing freelance photography for other marketing things dude's good yeah he's really good i still we actually had him come into town for my wedding 
boop. That's a ring, in case you can't see it. <laughs> Watching on your tiny little phones. Uh, I, I, was gonna, I don't know if I was going to segue to your new phone or something, right, but like, yeah, check this out. It looks tiny until you're like, what? What? Oh, he's got a flip phone, but like in the cool oh. way. <laughs> I'm not going off of a list of things we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. We have, uh, we have some talking points apparently, but no. So Ben, Ben moved West. Now he's in the Midwest, Chicago doing freelance work. We love him. Yes. We support him. He came back into town, shot my wedding, uh, doing the photography for that. And, uh, Next time he comes back into town, we are going to do something with him for sure. Definitely. We got to have him back on. We got to go out and do some shooting. So look for that. Yeah. Yeah. We've really gone, do. but not forgotten. It makes me sad because he was really, really good at yeah. photos, but, um, that's okay because it's, I like, uh, I'm trying to think who there's a, oh, coach's cuts. We just did a commercial for them. I was talking to coach and he was saying how he really likes owning a business, not because reasons you may think a business owner enjoys it he said one of the main things he likes about it is being able to have people come in uh as a barber you're, it's like an entrepreneurship you're you're coming in you're renting a booth in some cases i don't know if they rent but you come in you build up your clientele and he loves it whenever people can build themselves up and show their skill set skill set and then go off and do their own thing start their own business um and that's how uppercuts I believe took over the old coaches cuts location. So I was like, is that weird for you that your old employees in your old building? He's like, no, it's, it's awesome. Cause he, he's really good and I'm glad he's moving on. So yep. Same to Ben. Exactly. Oh, cheers to that. Cheers with, to that. With some water. We're, Clink. we're stuck together though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'd like to move somewhere warmer. So I'll have to bring you with me. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Right. Location so <laughs> let's just let's just read right through this checklist uh new setup boom new we space talked about it yeah we're no longer located downtown the reason was a uh, contract went up for renewal and i kind of wanted to keep it but then covid hit and then last spring and i was like why would we keep this if foot traffic's going to none yep it's been almost almost a year uh it'd be like a year in like a march so i mean it worked out for the best because yeah. that's like a ton of rent and utilities that we got to save on um just by doing all of our work in-house almost all of our clients ask us to go on site to shoot for them in the last year we've only had one client ask to use studio space um, and we have a partnership uh with a company that they have studio space uh and they offered it to us for shoots if if we're ever in a bind so we still have a studio that we can use we still have a place to hold and store all of our equipment. We have a place to edit. Um, we have plenty of clients where we can go out to their location when they need it. Yep. So setup's uh, pretty smooth. I like it. Uh, what's next? Yeah. Well, no, and it's just. I mean, it, the, the the I think that helps like segue into the next thing because um, you know Tristan and I had talked about it as well. He's like, hey, should we hold on to this? And it's like, well, at this point in time when we're really trying to like stimulate growth within the company, you know if we can cut cost at any point at this point in time, that doesn't make sense. Then why, why would you not? Cause we both have spaces to work from. And I mean, everybody's yep. working from home now anyway. So yeah, we were just ahead of the curve. Everybody yeah. eventually no, worked true. from home. Yeah. Right. You see, we, we, we just, yeah, yeah <laughs> we could tell the future. Um, but, but studio at one point we're hoping for, we're like, yeah. that's like a big goal for us. Well, it's nice because, um, well, I don't know how long I'm going to live in this apartment. At least another year and a half, two years. Um, this whole row is like on Washington Street. And there's so yep. many small little uh, shop spaces and so many little like four to 
2000 square foot locations that are really affordably priced right now, uh, primarily because of COVID and people don't need the foot traffic, but it's like, if we don't need the foot traffic and we just need space, then, then it's a good thing for us. So right. maybe, maybe in a year's time, um, we'll see how COVID plays out. I think that's going to be a big part of it, but at the same time, why would you pay for something you don't need? Yep. <laughs> uh, but that, the, what I was saying is like, that leads us into like, why are we sitting here together? Like the story behind it, because we haven't exactly just come out and like told everybody yeah. kind of like what happened and why Triflix is the way it is now um, and structured this way and why we're trying to, we're going to rise to the top. Uh, <laughs> That's true. Um, but uh, I mean, part of that expansion was Tristan and I getting together and starting to talk about some different things. Um, you know, COVID kind of hit and then things got weird and I was just sitting there like thinking through like, who do I know? And like, how could we somehow expand these businesses? Cause I was shooting at that point in time, just specifically real estate photography and video. And there were plenty of days where I would go and shoot a house photography and then switch everything over to video and do it all in one swoop. And it's like a three hour shoot. And you're just like, you get done. You're like, man, I hope, hope I kept everything together there. Yeah. Yeah. I've realized I'm a sprinter. So I'd rather do a project that's like, high intensity kind of stressful that's like just fast paced yep. than to do like a really long shoot i mean like a, a four hours day isn't too bad for like a shoot but like a project where it's like two three weeks or something like that it's like that doesn't interest me so the shorter and more um concentrated a project is is more fun for me so it's like whenever you're doing photography and video if I could come in and just shoot the video, to me, that was really exciting. It's huge. And then to have help on set for doing production work was interesting to me. So that was the value I saw of having you join. Um, one, we have two different markets that we can we can pull from uh, that aren't competitive. I yep. mean, yours was very uh, residential for the most part. Like it's, it's individual people and building relationships with them. While mine was more on the commercial side and then um, some nonprofit work from here and there, but for the most part, it was non, uh, cannibalistic. I think it was like whenever you like cannibalize your own market or whatever. Yep. So we were able to, to bring a lot to the table from both sides with enough overlap that it made sense, but not enough that it was like, why, why would we partner? <laughs> we are already doing this on our own. Um, right. Right. So it was like, how can we expand in those areas and, and grow in those as well? But like, Mm -hmm. use those other strengths that we have to help grow those that we just don't. Yeah. Cause at the end of the day, like Tristan is a 10 times better video editor than I am. Yeah. But at the same time, I can talk to people, but I don't have the try. <laughs> it's like, I, I would much yeah. rather work on the product than to spend as much time on like customer face and yep. the marketing and the connections. It's like, I, I want to build the personal relationships, um, but I don't want the business to be involved in it so much. And that's something I'm not good at. And it's like, well, you're much better at that side of things. And I can just go, go in my corner and edit a <laughs> video or, or grab a camera and go direct a shoot or right. w whatever it is, come up with some brainstormed ideas for uh, next projects that we can do or, or industries that we can hit so so it's like a very long-winded way of both of us saying that it just like made sense and and we yeah. stewed on it for months um 
because yeah. i i pitched it originally um I was like, <laughs> it really yeah. was months <laughs> no it was i know it's like we didn't really start like i think we started talking like march or april and then nothing really kind of came to until like august i mean obviously a yeah, lot of that time late july yeah a lot of that stuff obviously was because of you know not being able to do much but it was beautiful because we both said we we're like okay let's take the time to think about this and like make sure it's the right choice yeah yeah and that i think around that same time that was when i was getting married too so i was like super oh, yeah. busy i was uh planning a lot and uh free time was at a minimum yep but yeah it, it gave us a, a good window of opportunity to like spend more time together, interact, hang out, see if our personalities worked well. Um, I don't, I've, I've worked with people before. I've worked in a lot of companies, a lot of industries, uh, anywhere from like engineers, which are, it's a much more analytical relationship in most cases, um, to, uh, like the customer service where everybody's very charismatic and outgoing. And I'm aware of what personalities I work well with and which ones I'm more likely to screw around and not be productive <laughs> or which ones are uh, a conflicting personality. Yep. And it's like, if we were in the same room for over an hour, we would probably be at each other's throats. So very quickly. Yeah. Over the course of like a couple of within a year that we had met, I think we partnered within a year of being oh, introduced sure. to each other. Oh yeah. No, for sure. Cause it was at a uh, Dane's wedding. Yep. And that was, what two years ago now so yeah it's been a hot minute and we've been partnered for close to a year ish yep. about, uh, about eight eight ish months it's a beautiful union yeah but yeah no so it just works but again like that's a long-winded way of saying that everything has has functioned well so far and we both have like a drive that's like let's let's rename the podcast this is the long-winded podcast i like it <laughs> we're just everything we say is like the most we're just gonna give you convoluted the, <laughs> the worst way of saying it like it, it's not even a good story it's just how long can we track it out? it's like the other day you know i got up and like i had this no we gotta cut it we gotta in cut my it. throat and i was like man something's going on and so i was like i took a walk um, and I had some thoughts in my head and then, you know, I opened the fridge and poured a glass of water cause I was thirsty. Yeah. Who would have thought? <laughs> I know it was so crazy. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, I, we shouldn't do that. <laughs> no, that would be horrible. <laughs> uh, is that a segue for anything? <laughs> I don't know. Is it? I gotta, uh, I gotta look at it. Long win, long plans, I guess. Right. Plan that podcast. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> i feel like linus sebastian trying to come up with segues i know right no one's gonna get that ex like maybe three people hopefully a, a a larger percentage of our listeners would i don't know maybe i feel like we're any, a bunch of nerds anybody so. with a youtube account has at least seen one video recommended by linus tech tips i would think so it's they're always on trending because they're always doing something goofy um regardless <laughs> plan for the podcast and company 2021 i think we just did we not we talked about the podcast yeah we talked about that at the beginning what are we and, doing and this year we've obviously what said are we that, doing cole <laughs> i mean and that is like a good way to kind of go into some of this as well and uh, granted okay this was like an outline i threw together maybe like 30 minutes before i left okay because trish is like i've had a long day i'm tired can you put something together because he's like i'm out it's not gonna flow and i'm like no we got this and i put together like six points i'm like yeah. maybe it will direct us well i feel like it's good enough <laughs> love it but so yeah we've already really talked about the plan the plan is to grow and so with that being said i think you know we've we've done 
some pretty cool projects recently. And I figured we could talk about that a little bit because we're slowly releasing BTS footage um, as we go along here. But there is still, I mean, we're talking BTS, like the pop, K-pop yeah, band. Like, What's BTS? Cool. It's behind the scenes. Sorry. Oh, behind the scenes, like what of the shoots? What's a, like what would I expect to see in a BTS? Oh my gosh! You expect to see us three <laughs> conversing, shooting, planning, and, and Levi Sullivan. And Levi Sullivan. <laughs> what is he? Advisor? <laughs> financial advising. <laughs> Levi, what is what's yes, his company? He's he, he's a financial planner with Northwestern Mutual. <laughs> Shout out to Levi. Woo! <laughs> I feel like this tree is really close to my face. It's this a, tree is like a, right here. Depth of field. It's I get it's, it, but I can like for feel it. It's good for the shot. <laughs> I can feel it creeping on me. It's like behind me. It's like hello. Um do we have BTS for people for just listening to, for people just listening to the audio? There's a tree behind Cole. There's a oh yeah, sorry. It's sorry. it's actually <laughs> it's actually a man in a, a green screen costume. It, you wouldn't even know. You would never know. Would never know. Do we have BTS from Vitaly? We do, and it's never gonna see the light. Of I day. hope it doesn't. Honestly, it should because maybe it would give some light to why that shoot was so bad. Uh, let's talk about that one that's the really the first major project that we all did together right so um yeah i'll run i'll i'll give the uh if you could sum it up in one word (laughs) bad uh no it's not bad it was it was a lot teachable yeah uh so the rundown was uh we attended enlisted into the 48 hour film challenge which is you have 48 hours to write shoot edit a short film and you're given some criteria at that like first minute mark right and they give you like a a name a prop and a line that you have to use and then from that from the second you get that information you have 48 hours to turn this around and this was the first one we have done and directed uh we've been hired by abhishek uh with uh abhishek satam with uh, Man Muji films uh, last year, well, the year before, and we were hired as the the film people. We did uh, DP work and ran the cameras and were ACs, and we won like three awards, which was so cool. I'm like, oh my gosh, this was so easy. <laughs> we'll do it next year on our own. It'll be awesome. Turns out, it's way <laughs> harder than I would have ever expected. Mainly because this was one of my first directing roles, I would say, as like an actual, I mean, technically anytime you're like operating a camera and giving direction to a set, it's directing. But normally it's like commercial work where it's like a talking head on like an interview and that's boring. That's easy. It's a, once you figure it out, it's a, just a, a plug and play system but directing a short film is very different uh because there's so much more to go like i don't i don't do you want to explain a little bit jump in whatever you want i'm, I'm losing i'm losing <laughs> the uh, words i want to use to describe this but it's very complicated there's a lot of intermoving parts it's not just a person sitting down with a script in their head yeah They're, right normally in an interview a person's knowledgeable in the subject uh in this case the person finds out what they're going to say on the script about 20 minutes before they say it because that's how like how compact everything is and then there's technical difficulties that can happen with this there and in our case there was a lot um (laughs) 48 hours is like it sounds like a lot 
but when you're put into that crunch of like yeah you know you don't think about the it's oh wait i have to come up with the concept i have to sleep what? right yeah no yeah right and get a sleep in between it but you're like i gotta come up with the concept and then it's like we've got to like work out the kinks mm-hmm. and then you write the whole thing and then plan you know locations and who's going to be there and like who's playing what characters and then you you know we wrote everything it was like the last thing we did was write the script and we were learning our lines like on set like it's like mm-hmm. hey we have like so much daylight and we have like so many locations to get to so you know hey learn these real fast and we'll be fine so it it all of that together is to say that is why Vitalian was difficult and and what 48 hour film challenge is um there is a lot we learned from it so that's always good and on i think the best way to learn is just to go out and screw up a lot and, oh, yeah. and and make sure you learn from it reflect on it think about it um there was one piece of advice that i didn't learn from it but i was listening to the corridor cast and they were talking about how everybody watches these tutorials on how to make a short film and how to make things cinematic and they're they're like trying to come up with these master classes i'm excited for them because i want to i want to watch and learn them but they gave a little bit of information from this master class and he said too many people are concerned with like lighting in framing their shot that's a very important to make it look good but if you if you want something that's actually watchable <laughs> make sure your story's good make sure the yep. story just makes sense it, it doesn't have to be complicated tell a story that somebody watching's like yeah that makes sense i understand i can follow the story i can follow the narrative i understand why the characters did what they did you watch vitalian <laughs> In our head, <laughs> it, it made, made sense it at made the time. So much sense, <laughs> and then you watch it, VFX or not. Like there were there were so many shortcomings um, due to the timing constraints with the VFX. Even if those VFX were finished by Weta Digital or uh, ILM or some huge uh, film uh, VFX house, it wouldn't have made a difference. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of ideas, and we spent too much on the idea phase. I think. Um, Compared to other teams, I think we did really well, but the teams that beat us, I, I don't want to like make excuses for why we suck because it was our first experience and there was so much that we didn't know. I think we did okay. But the teams that beat us, I'm really curious whether or not they did all of the actual like criteria, like if they actually met all the criteria and followed the rules. Cause my understanding was you weren't supposed to have a script prepared. You shouldn't have had any anything prepared. You were just coming into this uh, project blind. And we definitely went in blind. Oh, um, completely. We, we were so <laughs> blind. Maybe, maybe we put ourselves at too much of a disadvantage. But we were following the criteria and the rules. I mean, like the way we read everything was very black and white. Yeah. You know, it was like, hey, you so. come up with everything. Yeah, in 48 hours. If you're watching this and you submitted something into the 48-hour challenge and you got placed, know that me thinking that you cheated isn't an insult. It's a compliment because you did so well that it it blows my mind you were able to accomplish what you did within the time strength. We're not hating on them at all. No. No. The one that stuck out to me that I still remember is the one with a, a kid like... It's this whole story of a kid getting like abducted and then he gets like these Stranger Things-esque powers. Um, His family is like abusive and this kid like takes off running into this journey. Uh, So it's like Stranger Things mixed with uh, Harry Potter or something. He runs off and goes on this adventure. Gave me like a signs vibe. Yeah. Gave me chills. Like as I was watching, I was like, hey, this could be a proof of concept for an actual film. And some of the shots were good enough. They 
they could have i mean we watched on a theater screen i thought they were good enough to to pass um from a dp perspective so their story was good their cinematography was good their audio i don't remember if it was amazing but the fact that it's not standing out means it was okay because if it was if it stood out it was either really bad or really good so if it was passable that's awesome i know that it was more like sound effects you know i mean you're just getting more like adr type stuff then there wasn't a ton of dialogue if i remember correctly it was a narrative yeah yeah so they had a voiceover oh that's right that was right i think um how a lot of uh learning lesson wise that's how a lot of these short films managed to get their time constraints is because we had a lot of issues with syncing audio but regardless of syncing audio it's so much easier to go and post and just do a voiceover right i'm not saying they took the easy way out i'm saying they took the smart way exactly we learned from that situation that was like hey we could have probably like planned this in a different way and like they used their time very wisely well it wasn't uh. scripted to be a voiceover originally I, I don't think it was um i'd have to ask him afterwards but i believe they actually had t- some uh some conversation scripted and a lot of it was going to be voiceover but due to time constraints they cut it all and they just did the voiceover so it wasn't a lesson that we learned from his because he made the right call so it wasn't like oh we should um we should avoid doing conversation pieces uh because it doesn't it's much more difficult to fit in a time constraint um we just saw what they did and we're like oh that's cool we're gonna try our own thing and and see how well that goes um we had like four to six people throughout the day um Mm -hmm. some people were offering help when available um and again that's like it's not just it's not just like writing shooting or editing like to think about how to fit this in a time constraint you're getting this at friday at like 7 p.m and you're submitting it sunday 7 p.m so sunday all night is pretty much your writing and you have to have that writing done because you have to have location scouting done and then I don't know, maybe you split it up or you had, you do the location scouting ahead of time. But to me, that still feels that it still feels kind of sketch. Like it seems like that is outside of what I would consider the rules. Um, if you like have the script done ahead of time and you do location scouting uh, and people are like, well, you know, if they're getting prompts like a name and a, a prop and like a script or something or a, a, a phrase they have to say, that's going to change their script. It's like, yeah, but some people actually have like five or six scripts written ahead right. of time. So then they can just pick the one that works best with the story uh, and, and like the prompts that they're given. And um, they're smarter. <laughs> they're just smarter. Well, I mean, whether it's smarter or, or more experienced, it's just, you know, yeah. who knows? Yeah, we don't know how many times those people have entered. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I, I know that they said we were new. So they were aware, like the people... That's good. <laughs> Judging, we're aware that we are newer, and they didn't mention that to other ones. So they must have. We must have stood out as new people compared to the other people, and that was like during the the introduction and the interview before the competition started. So we doing I, it again this year. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Say why not, we, right? we we learned so much. I think oh we gosh. could honestly. I think we could do dialogue, and I think we could do conversation pieces just because we learned so much of how not to do it. And yep. we, we made the purchases for certain pieces of equipment that make it easier and, and resolve nearly all of our problems. Um, one being wires, but I have a feeling <laughs> that we're gonna do it this year. And then we're gonna be like, oh man, I wish I had a wired connection for like 
I don't know, more consistency, like whether that's battery life or audio quality or, or something. Right. Yeah. We'll figure that out. I think the biggest thing that pops into my head is like moving forward with that is just have a, have the, you know, your setup of people, your crew pre, right? So it's like, Hey, we have five people on, on standby that could be actors. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And like, these are the people that are definitely like this dude's working sound, you know, everybody's kind of got like their role ahead of time. It's like, we're going to enter this contest. I think that's the only thing that I would say is like fair to do pre-shoot. See, this is why we work well together. Uh, your title's producer, my title's yes. director. <laughs> I'm like, how can I make the shoot go as, uh, like, how can I make the, what can I do during the shoot to make the final product better? And you're like, what could I do to make sure that the shoot goes as smoothly as possible yep. and gets done properly? And I'm like, yeah, I just want it to look good. <laughs> Which want- is fine. Cause like, but think about it, right? If we were all sitting here going like, we just want this film to look good. Yeah. And then two then, people show up. Then we up. get Vitalian too. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> uh, we actually did have like some fans of it that w- are excited for a sequel. And <laughs> my mom. <laughs> uh, my mom was one of those. <laughs> uh, our, our marketing guru, our marketing expert. Um, ben? No, not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he was and then he left uh live oh said yeah li- she did she loved it yeah i was i was like heck yeah <laughs> we had people that were close in our spheres that were like hey you know what like it was cool and like levi liked it you know i mean of course he was in it i felt so much better knowing that he liked it because i felt so bad putting it out with him as an actor because he's not a trained actor he was just out there to be a good friend he wanted to support what we were doing and then I put this, like, as I'm editing, I'm like, oh, man. I, it, maybe it's like maybe it's like the, uh, like the Frankenstein syndrome or whatever. It's like as I'm creating it, I, like, realize it's a monster. I'm like, I made it. I'm excited that I made it. But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, this ain't good. This oh, ain't- <laughs> we were all on the same page there, though. It's like we sat down to watch everything. And not that we hadn't seen it pre- it was like when we actually sat down and watched it next to everyone else's we were like oh man yeah i don't know if you do this but like just from like the directing point of view is like i have this story in my head and my goal is to create something from nothing like just from an idea what can i create and then what emotions does that invoke in people so when i'm watching a movie that i create or or, or sketch or whatever the commercial I'm looking around the room to see other people's facial expressions. It's like whenever someone like hands you the aux cord or the Bluetooth to play music and you're just like, do, you, do, right. do they like Is it? it good? Is it good? And I'm like looking around and people are laughing and I'm like, that wasn't a funny moment. This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> They're laughing because it's bad. Makes, it makes, makes me think of the, the movie that Michael Scott made. So... Tristan does not watch The Office. Has not watched The I've Office. I've seen it's horrible. A handful that doesn't matter. You're still <laughs> there's no redeeming quality. The problem is now. Now it lives on Peacock, and now now it's, it's not gone. in Canada. If you have a VPN, go to Canada Netflix, and it's still you can still watch it. I know that much, so hopefully that redeems my lack of watching. <laughs> so at least do yourself the favor and like watch that episode because he makes his own little film, and he like gets super upset with people because they're laughing and he's like it's supposed to be serious so what's um maybe you could explain this to me i don't i see it a lot on reddit what's scott's tots oh it's i'll be honest with you and i don't know if david shares this with me or not but it is the 
most cringeworthy episode they ever made. It, I can't watch it. It's bad. I don't think it's... So, Michael Scott, right? He's the boss. Yeah. He and He's kind of an idiot. And he, he makes a promise to, like, kids when they're, like, in grade school or something. They're like, if you can finish high school, I will pay for all of your colleges. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, like, a full class. Yeah, yeah it's, like, a couple hundred thousand dollars. No, yeah, <laughs> at least. And so, it, like, all comes down to, like, they've been calling you nonstop. And he just ignores them for, like, years. And so, finally, they're like, hey, they're going to honor you, like, come to the school. And instead of, like, saying no and come and just being, like, honest about what's happening, like, that he doesn't have the money to pay for their college, like, he shows up and they, like, do this. So, I have a dance and a song and he's, like, dancing to it. And you're like, dude, like, you just promised and you're about to, like, tell all these kids that they can't go to college. I have physical anxiety. Like my body's shutting down listening to the story. No, every time like when that episode comes on like I've watched it a couple times, but now I just skip it because it's too much. I'm like I know the whole time that he can't do it. And he's he's just right up to the end, like to the edge of the end of being like, "Oh, you know, I can't wait to pay for your college." He's like, "And I See, that's why I like cringe, uh, man. I cringe. like uh Last Man on Earth cuz I think it's a good <laughs> balance between like actual comedy and cringe as opposed to I f- the reason I could never get into the office was I felt like it was too much cringe. I I just I can't bear I feel like it's just Last Man on Earth is just a little more grounded and the characters are a little more redeemable just enough that i'm like i enjoy this but i get that i i think to different strokes for different folks and it was uh, it was the earlier episodes too like it started real cringy and then kind of like tapered off ah okay as long as as long as michael was on camera yeah speaking of tapered off i I think we beat this conversation to death yeah anyways i know nothing about this topic yeah uh but anyways uh, watch uh, watch vitalian it's it's fun anyways like you know the backstory now like we we tried very hard we shot very long days we worked long days i mean there was a whole 48 hours a whole 48 hours (laughs) essentially and everybody worked their butt off and like the thing is at the end of the day i was i was was really proud of the crew and it was just like for what we had it was good and there Mm -hmm. were plenty of things i'm like the shots and you know the i mean just the visual aspects of it i was impressed with yeah that's my favorite scene is the library scene just saying oh the like the one take or whatever i thought that was awesome i thought everybody just perfectly timed and it, it looked beautiful and the lighting was good enough yeah well yeah. <laughs> it was we it was a gorilla shooting so we didn't like it gorillas was like one. uh it's uh like a uh, raw and unpolished and you're just going out doing doing what you got to do to get the shot so we didn't take <laughs> lights or anything we were a little understaffed anyways so vitalian it's pretty cool uh it was our first try at something so i guess if you're listening to this podcast you would probably support us enough to go watch that yeah and see the thing is it's only up from there that's why you got to start there Maybe, because because you're like you know start there and then work your way up and work like, your way up to coaches you think that's you think coaches is lower than the audi i was so impressed with what you did with that video okay. i'm just saying like all right work it, your way up to the coaches commercial although at the end like if you started with like coaches and then you went to vitality you'd be like the 
the heck i'd be they worried win. i'd be like pay attention to the fact that vitalian was pre-coaches it's not after coaches yeah yeah watch our stuff in chronological go be proud of us please <laughs> watch coaches oh uh, that was our first um i would say professional commercial we've done a lot of commercial work like with corporate type of work in like the commercial industry but that was our first we go to a client or in this case the client actually approaches us and says hey i want a commercial here's uh what i expect and then they ask for an invoice um and then they say do whatever you want but here's like two or three requirements and they were like very bare it was like use this song use this actor and it needs to be this long and then they gave us complete creative control to go in and shoot this so if, to me that was our first professional shoot awesome. um <laughs> just because i thought we had creative control and to me that's that's the difference between like working for somebody because anybody can hire an editor or a camera operator but to be a director is like to have a vision and to like bring it into reality and it doesn't mean you necessarily wrote the script sometimes you have a writer do that but you're the person that's in charge of it and uh not to diminish directors that do commercial corporate work i do it all the time and it's still rewarding but to me coaches was just like this huge initiative of someone giving us the opportunity to be in control of of a project of their brand to take up their company time of coming in and uh, interacting with people working as well as uh, clients. And and we got to represent ourselves, but also coaches in this case. And right. we went in, uh, we had a couple meetings, we, we wrote up, we did shot lists, we did previs, uh, we went in, we shot everything, we got our audio, uh, we had a hiccup on one of our shots due to lighting. Um, I let him know right away and he said, no worries, we'll come back, we'll do a reshoot and schedule it. And that edit turned out so, so good. It's crispy. I loved it. I know, I know. When it when you first sent it to me, um, Tristan and I send things to each other back and forth just for review and um, trying to make sure we don't miss anything, which happens from time to time. Yep. Um, usually my spelling errors. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, it was... He had sent out... I think it's, it's definitely... If you go to our Instagram, it's on the highlight for... Uh, Probably behind the scenes yeah, bts and uh so he's shows how he did that cut um there's that first cut in the beginning of it where you you see coach's grandson and he's sitting there and he's got candy and um he walks into the building and tristan does one of those nice little swipe cuts mm -hmm. and that's the thing is like this is probably the first time like people are going to know that it's actually a cut yeah. because i wouldn't have known if you didn't tell me yeah it's it a, so smooth it's a wipe transition so what you're doing is you have two separate shots and you use an object in the foreground to kind of cover up your cut in between them. So these two shots have this object in the way and because that object blocks the camera for a split second, it just blurs all together and it looks like this whole shoot was done in one take. Um, and honestly, we did have a one take version where it still looked really good, but um, Coach uh did say that he wanted to see more um more shots of like what they're capable of as far as like their uh i don't know what's the their services yeah their services yeah. right and i was like okay well i i could probably include that in it in within the one shot but i was like well 
I think it would look a lot better. And we actually had it in the previs to have a bunch of like fast paced B-roll. So right. uh, between notes of coaches uh, of the client and part of our previs, we were able to, to work around this. So we got this really fast paced edit that goes in and out. It's very rhythmical because we wanted to have this vibe of a barbershop that's very chill. So we use this um, uh, retro color grade that makes it feel more um, homey or more, uh, um, I don't know, I wouldn't say thematic, but like it, it just feels, it has a feeling to it that is true to the brand. And that when you go into it's coaches, really well. it's, it's a chill vibe. Uh, it's really laid back. Everybody's kind of having conversation, uh, doing their thing. And the music super good that he picked out for it. Um, it was, it was a really cool learning opportunity and definitely our first one. Uh, strangely enough, it was also our first one with a kid actor. I'm glad you brought that up because it's <laughs> one of my favorite parts. Cause I was like, you know, I'm the only one in the crew that has kids. And so I was watching Tristan try to direct this kid. And I think he was like eight years old. Yeah. And so I'm like watching this whole thing go down. And of course, like coach is there and it's his grandson. And yeah, he's kind of trying to help from the behind the scenes as well. And so there's, there's a lot of like conflicting information going back and forth mm -hmm. but it was still i still just got a kick out of it yeah i i was like wow okay i i think <laughs> not he, that it was handled bad it was just funny because you can see the experience with that age group yeah i i think i should have tried to keep it more simple with him but the thing was it was difficult for me to explain what i was trying to generate in my head and then convert that to words. <laughs> well, we work with adults 99% of the time. Yeah. And this was, again, this was the first for all of us to deal with this in general. So, mm -hmm. I mean, everybody was trying to navigate it. Um, and so, but it, again, it was just, it was funny, but we eventually it made sense. We got it together and, mm -hmm. and the kid did great, but yeah, it was definitely, that's better than Vitalian. Definitely. This is true. This is true. <laughs> but the best shoot that we have out right now is the one we just put out last week. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that yeah. is the unofficial Audi commercial. That's the internal name for it. And I've, I love that we call it that. Um, what do we call it? What's the official name? Then? The official name was the balance between perform our art and performance. Oh, cool. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was, that was you, man. You put that in the title sequence. And so I was like, I like how, how you did that. And so I figured I'm like, that's a great use for a title. So I'm like, because again, it's kind of mysterious, right? Mm -hmm. You see this picture of this car and then you're, you know, you're like, what? And it's the balance and you're like, okay, now that sounds really official. That's mm -hmm. like, that sounds like something Audi came up with just for like a tagline for a yeah. commercial. So it's perfect. Um, so we ran with that, but. Yeah. And that was a, that was a two day shoot. Uh, we woke up pretty early and we did all the morning shots to get a lot of that um, golden sun glow on the corn it's beautiful we were so lucky too that the corn was still there because it was like late fall to the point that it probably should have been taken down already i don't know if covid's to thank or blame for that but regardless it made our shots look amazing um we got the drone footage that day uh and then you followed up and did all the internal shots but for the external sh well 
you did some external that day too. All the parked shots were yours. Yes, all the stationary shots were shots that I had done on a separate day. Mm-hmm. But then everything that was dynamic and moving, mm-hmm. that was the day that we actually had the the crew and we went out. So yeah, so we have that <laughs> <It's> com- crazy. <laughs> we got that like little commercial or short. Uh, I don't really even know what it was. It was more of a commercial than a film. Well, the best way, like the things I liked, I, I keep calling it like a demo. Yeah, it's because. A demo. I mean, we've already, and Tristan, you don't even know this, but I've already found some of the clients that want to use this for automotive shoots because of it. Um, because what a way to find out on a podcast. I know, right? Hey, by the way, I got now some you more know, business. And you know, and you know, <laughs> guess what? When it's time to go shoot again. Um, but uh, it was really, I, I just, we've pushed really hard um, to try to get proof of concept and demo footage out there because at this moment in time, it's like, if we can show a client, hey, this is what we're, our potential is and it's already there and it's down and it's a video mm-hmm. then it makes it a lot easier on us yeah and i am a huge like car guy so i was like hey is it okay like this is part of like the thing i would love to do so can we just try this and tristan's like yeah just put it together and he's like hey shot list it i'm like what's a shot list <laughs> so he's like researching basically how to be the writer and i mean that's a little bit of a director role too but either way, you did a great job. It works. It, it worked out good. well. And um, it, it was such a good outline because I reviewed it maybe the night before. And it was clear enough that I had an idea of what shots we needed. Um, and then a little bit of the order that I wanted to use on the edit. Uh, and the way that we got a lot of those shots was um, we had Levi Sullivan. <laughs> Shout out to the sponsor once again. Levi Sullivan, financial planner, Northwestern Mutual. Yeah, back to back to your scheduled <laughs> program Which, uh he, he brought his jeep out and i got a hop in it and we took off the top panel and we opened up the the rear hatch for some shots so those are two different types um we used the rear hatch for any of the uh chase or or follow shots where the, we're ahead of the audi and then we used the top panel so i could pop my head up and then follow the car for passing shots um uh, we didn't do any shots where we followed the Audi though, and that was a regret in the yes, edit. I that think was we the had one thing. We had w- one take of it, but it was super uh, windy, and the shots started getting very unstable. Yes, yeah, and that was again like this was a learning experience for us um, because it, I mean it also is one of those things where we're learning that so many things can happen that are that you can't predict. Mm-hmm um because up until literally that night pre-shooting we had a crew set up and ready mm-hmm. and then we ended up with like half those people the next day but we adapted made it work and everything flowed really nicely and this was the first time tristan had ever you know had to hang the camera out of a car so he could get these shots so i mean it was we knew kind of what we needed to do and so for it to for us to be so like new to that process and put it together as, as good as we did. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I can only imagine now that we have experience. So, well, now that we have experience, we can learn Yeah, <laughs> and make better decisions. And well, as soon as the snow stops, we'll be able to go and shoot our next one. So why not do it in the snow? Well, because I'll fall out of a Jeep. Not that, because the car does not fare well in the snow. Yeah, that'd be for some good like drifting videos or something. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Yeah, it's a it's a Porsche. I'm hoping. Ooh, that's what I was told. So I'm hoping that that ends up. I mean, we're talking it's like a two hundred thousand dollar car. So yeah, I would hate to get like. I'm like, we're not put. I was not put that in the snow with the salt and everything. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> my first thought was salt. I know, right? 
I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. If I had a Porsche, I'd take it out in the snow, but you know, yeah, you're, <laughs> maybe you're, if it was mine, it's I'm not a, mine. I'm a Fabla guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's, I need a back seat. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So I, I mean, that's, that was our big three shoots that we've done in the last year yeah. that are public. Cause we do a lot of like private enterprise stuff for, for corporate work. So it's like, it's not really, it's either not interesting for viewers or, it's nda so it's like it's not going out public um well that's kind of half the battle for us is you know tristan and i've been really working on the organizational part of it so that it's like hey we have time for those internal projects that we need right now and 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 figuring out when these things work together so Mm. it's just you know we spent uh, like six months of just organizing the company and redoing the website. So yeah. <laughs> when you're doing that, it's hard to make content. I, I was going to mention that. Yeah, we have not <laughs> announced that at all. I mean, maybe it was put on Facebook or Instagram or something, but new website. We spent a long time, almost our entire catalog of videos uh, for clients uh, have been listed up there, unless it's like a long format that we're, we're having hosting issues there. But so like weddings are like a half hour podcaster over that um those videos won't be listed but all of our other client shoots our photography and all that's going to be up there uh all the gear that we shoot with uh services that we offer uh, booking and and all that other stuff but it looks really good i love it because i spent like 600 hours and we also have that bts out yeah Yep. The last day that Tristan and I worked together to just kind of like finalize some ideas and make some new graphics. And that was, that was kind of the end of it. But, you know, David made us do the whole thing by ourselves and that made it so much more difficult. Mm. So uh, I'm going to (laughs) say... You didn't even acknowledge it. I didn't even see it. It was out of the corner of my eye. What's up? No, I meant like he made us do the website all by ourselves. Like, Uh, Well, I mean... David had a huge hand in the website. I'm just being... I'm just messing with David. I mean, if it's true, but in this case, it's not. He he did a ton of work. David Uh, was a huge, huge part of that. He learned so many things about a piece of software he he vows to never (laughs) use again. (laughs) Oh. I was like, he's here. What a segue. <laughs> David's here. You already know that, but you don't know what he does for the company still. He is our efficiency manager uh, with a little IT cap on top. Yep. Um, he makes things run smoother, better, faster, stronger in every way about this company. It keeps us in line. He gets us. That's, that's a big one. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the more efficient <laughs> we are, the better the company runs. That's true. So he primarily focuses... Um, in tech related things whether that's like managing the server or learning new technical aspects of the equipment we're using firmware updates um running technical things like switchboards which he he seems to take a liking to so yeah his his role with the company has not been reduced it's actually been increased but uh his time has been reduced because uh he's a big boy with a big boy job somewhere (laughs) far away for now but he works from home so he gets to he still gets to be local he still gets to hang out and help us when we when we really need it uh but also he hangs out when he when he wants to because we're all friends we're just a bunch of friends we don't just work together we're friends we're friends we're some like, of us just get paid right <laughs> uh, i mean if we not us yeah <laughs> i don't know maybe maybe levi sullivan actually wants a sponsor <laughs> like hey by the way no need to record an ad because we already did <laughs> yeah yeah we 
we already threw you in there so we're gonna we'll just send the invoice yeah (laughs) he'd probably just pay it (laughs) yeah i've actually we've got a couple local companies that we we manage advertising for and therefore we have relationships with the people that advertise with them so i think we actually if we put out enough content that's quality with the target demographic and we're hitting certain numbers yeah sure let's reach out we got plenty of people we can reach out to one day speaking of reaching out to people ooh, you're wondering when you can watch this right you want to reach out we want to reach out to you right you get uh, get some podcasts in your life yeah um, like we haven't seen them in a while and are they going to keep releasing podcasts what when hap- are they going to release what, what happened to the creative people i thought you were promoting local creative people i yeah. still want to do heck? that okay we're still going to do it i want to do that when i have time that's when we're going to put <laughs> Uh, (laughs) when i have time for you (laughs) okay so the real story is um we stopped bringing guests on the show because of covid that that was it we we still technically had our studio at the time um there was no reason for us to stop doing podcasts other than uh we didn't want to put people at risk we didn't want to put ourselves at risk uh we have to make money because when you're self-employed, insurance is expensive. <laughs> this is true. So uh, we can't afford to miss a day. So we we have to be selective with who and when we bring things in uh, to do shoots. So we're back because we can riff. We can talk about projects. We can uh, we can have conversations that we think are meaningful uh, about our industry, what we're learning, how we're growing, and what our future plans are. Um, and the the whole point of this one at the moment is to connect with us not as a brand but like just just to see what's triflix doing uh and whether or not um their stories are interesting i mean yeah. if, if we're telling stories that uh about our experiences and you guys think they're <laughs> something to play in the background when you're doing dishes and <laughs> go for it that'd be we, awesome yeah we're I'm, all, I'm okay with that i'm all, I've, i'll probably listen to this later just to see how silly or wrong we were about things (laughs) well i'm hoping that this is also an opportunity for um you know clients uh you know people who who know us at like an arm's length no (laughs) (laughs) yeah no we're still open to bringing on guests we want to continue the initiative of this podcast as it started which was to promote local and creative entrepreneurs in the area people that are trying to make the difference in the community uh because i think this is another way for us to give back um growing up i always thought it was weird how creative people didn't get publicity until after they were famous it seemed really weird to me especially whenever they were talented the entire time so i'm like well if we were you know bigger and we had people in our area that we knew of that were talented it's like let's bring them on earlier let's bring them on before they're famous while they're still developing let's let's help uh jump start their opportunities in life so they don't have to wait until like their mid-30s with kids uh making sacrifices between like uh family and like their passions we want to like we want to offer that opportunity as soon as possible to them so those doors open up and that way they don't have to make those sacrifices in life of between this or that they can have both um and that's something we've learned from some of our mentors and our uh people that we look up to is they they gave us opportunities at a younger age than they received and now it's like i'm 24 and you're 28 so it's like let's find someone younger than us and yes. give them opportunities yes uh segue to our 
maybe intern. I haven't seen him in a while, but we're giving him an opportunity and he's pretty cool. I like him. I'm going to bring it up. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I believe me. And it crossed my mind. Um, his name is Spencer and he's local uh, here in Columbus. Yeah. Um, he sent us an email and looking to, he was, he's really just trying to get some hours for an assignment for his online school. He's going to full sale. Yeah. And so we're going to help him out with that. But you know, again, just, I mean, to follow along with what Tristan just said, you know, our idea is to continue to, to grow relationship wise with people in the community and beyond that. And, and hopefully maybe there's even opportunities for uh, Triflex as we go on further that we'll have that, um, that meaning, meaningful backing and that growth that allows us to bring people onto our crew as well. Yeah. Um, and now we have that opportunity to like start those relationships. So, yeah. And it's not all filmmaking, you know, someday we might need an accountant Ooh. or someone that like administrative like runs all the emails and the networking it's like whew, that's cool to me someday, someday i, I agree so hopefully this also gives you guys an opportunity to get to know us better too so yep. the podcast we're pretty awesome i think let's say every other week we're putting it out every other week if you get it more often than that just be happy it's a bonus that's that's uh, that means you can do the dishes every week instead of every other week <laughs> And I mean, why, why is that a bad thing? I mean, maybe you do the vacuuming one week and then you do the dishes the next week. I, I don't know. It's a bonus episode. So we're going to aim for every other week. If we get it out more often than that, then excellent. That's cool. It also depends on if we have stories to talk about. I don't want to force an episode if we don't have any updates. Yeah, no, if, I agree. If we don't have, if we haven't had any big shoots, if we haven't had any stories that we think are worth addressing, then put it off. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah. What do you? It's like I'm gonna go make stories real quick. Let me. No, let it's me just go funny. I totally forgot. To do. I had I had one that I wanted to tell. <sighs> oh, well, maybe like we give them a little teaser. Yeah, that's a teaser because for next episode, Tristan and I are actually we're gonna come up with a, a couple more because I know we have more. We're gonna have a discussion about the things that we've done on set or during a shoot that were kind of jank, but it was a way that we got through it. Oh my gosh, are you gonna tell them? Oh yeah. Oh, why not? At this the, point, it's hilarious. It's so. the, get ready for the crappy tripod. Yeah. <laughs> get ready for it. Uh, so, there you go. So, that's, yeah, that's your uh, uh, that's your uh, motivation to listen or watch the next one. Yeah. Um. I. Th oh, and where can they listen? Everywhere. Everywhere. Everywhere you can listen. If you want to watch the podcast, it's on YouTube, uh, Facebook, and Instagram. Facebook, gonna, we're gonna Instagram, put it everywhere. and maybe someday we'll figure out how to get it on our website. <laughs> yeah one day one day um <laughs> uh our so we got the podcast is mostly just going to be us riffing for for a little bit telling stories until we feel that it's safe or until people want to come on as guests and are willing to be like on given covid and all that stuff so we, we might do a call in too we can do a call in i don't yeah. see why not uh every other week maybe more often than that if you're lucky or if we have more stories to tell and uh you can you can get it anywhere anywhere you hear the podcast uh it's going to be on youtube and um part of my job is social media so yeah. you're going to see plenty of me and yep, i'll be talking plenty, plenty about what we're doing so if you want to stay in the loop facebook and instagram those are your top two that's where you're going to see everything um and i'll always give out an update pre a release of a podcast so mm. Boom. yeah you're managing this way better than i ever did mic drop <laughs> that's why we're partners yeah. <laughs> roll the outro <laughs>
That's our ending. <laughs> That's our ending. I'm good with that.